From the great state of Texas, you are now listening to Skip the Noise Podcast, a Rounded Edge Media production. Thank you so much for joining us and by us, of course. I'm referring to Rick, a.k.a. the Brown Python, Ben, a.k.a. Mexican Nostradamus, and myself, Benjamin James, here for another spectacular episode. Shout out to Mike Tacklebox for the music. And Ben, you had mentioned before we started uh, recording that you had watched an interesting documentary re- recently on uh, HBO. What was that about? They have a this whole documentary on... QAnon. And so for people that don't know, QAnon is is basically this right-wing conspiracy, I would say almost drama situation. It was just this huge theatrical promotion that's occurred since about 2017, where an individual that goes by the moniker Q, which kind of stands for Q-level clearance, which it's not real, but it's supposed to be like super secretive clearance um he would drop these posts daily and it actually first started on reddit um where it basically he drops like these kind of almost like fortune teller type you know paragraphs things yeah very cryptic very very open-ended for interpretation type things and he gained a lot of traction so much so that you know he drew enough attention from reddit that apparently reddit didn't want him on the platform so they kicked him off then he went over to 4chan of which then he also kind of got kicked off and then ended up eventually on 8chan. Um, these are all kind of message posting boards, 4chan and 8chan being ones that are more on the kind of the darker side of the web. Um, but basically this whole um, documentary is regarding, well, first it starts off as finding out what QAnon is because this guy actually, the person who's doing the documentary actually hit this up very quickly back in 2000. 17 18 so as soon as he heard about it he goes you know what i gotta find out what this shit is and then it quickly became to who is q who is the person doing these drops and so you know while QAnon is fascinating in in the instance that it's a kind of this movement what really became fascinating was how it began and what it really is and so it's not done yet. So the documentary is not done yet. And, and, and I'm not going to try to give any spoilers. Cause I really want people to watch this because I think it's very important. What I kind of want to draw from, from this without, you know, causing too much of a um, spoiler is talking about QAnon and social media and talk about how nobody knew who Q really was. No one had any idea. So the possibility that Q could have been anyone from you know, a, a actual person inside Trump's inner circle to even being Trump to just somebody who wanted to get clicks and make money off of attention. See, the problem with QAnon and groups that are going to probably follow QAnon's, um, their, I guess, their, their, his, his whole role, his swagger, this whole movement they can be either and between either or between any of that spectrum. So it can actually be individuals that are just trying to charge, basically cause a viral download, viral attention to get attention to a, to a website. Because for people that don't know, and I, I think most people probably know that listen to this, the way websites make money is by you clicking on it. So the more volume that a website has, the more valuable it is to advertisers because advertisers want more people to see their products, of course. So if you have a website that has 50 million, down, 50 million views every, every month, 
that's a particularly valuable website. So that information can be sold. So anything that can draw attention to your website will make your website more valuable to sponsors. So that's kind of why these, these new movements kind of are. And so to me, it's scary because of the nefariousness of this. The people that are doing these things can be foreign agents or they can just be people who are making money and exploiting situations in our country. Okay. But what role did the media have in doing this? What with and Q? pushing people? No, and pushing people towards Q. No, no, no. Well, right, right, right. No. Uh, well, Q was kind of a Q came when a little after Trump was elected. So 2016, Trump was elected. 2017 was when the first Q drop started happening. So yeah. no, Trump was in power when Q kind of took off. So, and right, right, I get what you're saying. Like, the, there's an issue with media, of, of course. But yeah, what, the liberal bias of the media and all that. Well, right, but well, Q was kind of a the the the, the reason is yeah that that plays a lot into it because like you said, everyone's doing anything they can to get liberal to get clicks. So if you're a liberal liberal media right? And most people are yeah. liberal. You're going to advertise and say more liberal shit because why? You want to make more money. So yeah, just as paid. much, right, right. It's, it's, well, it's, yeah, it's clickbait. It's whatever yeah. you want to get paid because the more people that look at your stuff, the more you can charge sponsors to advertise on your website. I mean, that's the bona fide 100% truth about everything. So let's say one day Skip the Noise gets 100 million downloads a month. Yeah, praying. We would get paid significant amounts of money for that because an advertiser would be like, yo, we need you to put us in there. We'll pay you so much per advertisement, blah, blah, blah. Because the more people that hear it, hear what we say, of course, the more exposure they get. That's, that's the whole business model of the internet people. So the truth is, is if you believe in something or if there's a movement, just know that the leader of the movement or, or whoever's saying these things may not believe in it at all. Like you might be getting catfish on a monumental scale. So that's the terrifying thing is that before movements were typically started with people that had an ideological that were the same as you are, right? They, there was a belief. But yeah. now these movements are being started for pure profit motives. Let me tell you, how is this any different from, um, you know, media companies or... Or movie studios who put movies out there with a with the left slant, or no, they no. or they change up you know uh, age old characters um, to check off the the, the boxes uh, you know well, I mean, must have so many must have this kind of diversity must must display this kind of message um, the heroes you know the women have to be strong all the time no one can fight them you know that kind of you thing. know what. I'll tell you before you Ben before you answer I will I'll tell you one way this isn't the the whole answer to the question but I'll tell you one way why it's different and why it's more significant and why it probably deserves more attention than say um a traditional news media outlet being slanted one way or the other is because with traditional media it's passive um receptiveness of these ideas with 4chan or eight well it's actually 8chan right is where it started well no it started, it started on reddit. 
It's right on Reddit. Bad. Got oh, kicked Reddit. off. But a- 8chan is where it took off, right? And then 8chan. Well, HN is where it really was actually pretty popular on 4chan. It is actually okay. really big on 4chan and Reddit. It just he got moved over. So Right, right, right. Uh, and that kind of had to do with, um, before we recorded, I told Ben, I haven't seen the HBO doc, but I did watch a Vice documentary on it, which you can, it's on YouTube if you want to look at that one, just to kind of get a... Uh, I think the HBO one's a little more comprehensive, but the oh yeah, the Vice one, the Vice one though definitely sets you can kind of get and see why it's uh, <laughs> it's concerning. Anyway, my my point was with you know whether it's Reddit, 4chan, 8chan, that's like an active. Does that make sense? It's a different interaction with. It's a different type of media. Right, it's a it's an interactive and it's well these bulletin boards are like it's well and it's it's a it's a constant feed loop. If you get so if you're let's say you're getting swayed by passive media, right, where you're just taking in stuff that happens to be on, you have to wait for that to be on. With this, dude, you can go like we talked about a bunch of shows ago about the dude who went down a rabbit hole and ended up turning into a white full on white supremacist just because he's had a YouTube addiction and it kind of one video led to another. So anyway, it's, that's why I think it's a more accelerated the, uh, and, and it's more intense and more, more concerning just because of how fast it grew and how quickly, I mean, they, they show examples of people that were like Bernie supporters that all of a sudden, like a year later, um, there was one guy they highlighted in the, in the vice documentary. Yeah. He was a full on Bernie supporter and then here he is, uh, just you know, got the what is it? The where we go, where we go, one we go all. Oh, like, dude's yeah. dude's got the shit on all his vehicles, and he sings songs. He's a musician, he sings about it, and all these things went full QAnon, uh, you know, uh, flag carrier. So Wait, he went from Bernie supporter to QAnon, hundred yeah. percent. Yes, sir, he sure wow. did. Because hey, once the election. logarithms catch you on YouTube, they're gonna show you. The key, they're going to keep showing you more increasingly, increasingly right. ideological well, things. So to you what, trap you. Well, here, let so, me, before you, oh, before you start, just to, just to explain his, how, how that happened. So he was so dug into Bernie. Well, because of the democratic party and then how they ushered in Hillary that pissed him off and that left him susceptible. And then boom, he said he was, he was anti, he wanted to burn the whole system down. Right. That's why Bernie appealed to him. And maybe he had a historical tendency for, you know, liberalism or whatever. But then the reason Trump was appealing was because it was a, a similar, they had that commonality was that Trump wanted to, ah, let's, what was the term? He it was famous for saying the drain the swamp, drain the swamp or whatever. So that was the appeal. And that's how, that's the initial hook that got him. And then like Ben said, it accelerated from there. So sorry, man, go ahead. Yeah, oh, no, good. no, no, no. Oh, to pick it back off what Benjamin was saying. And it's interesting you use the word hook. Um, <laughs> so yesterday I was on my bike, right? And I was bike riding. And I, whenever I bike ride, I usually have my laptop in front of me and I watch music videos. And the video to Blues Traveler Hook came on. And if you go back and watch that video, okay, it's just a dude um, who's obviously, you know, he can't sleep and he's just channel surfing at night. Now, I remember doing this in the 90s and early 2000s, before we had phones, before we had massive media internet presence, um, I'd sit on my couch and I'd just flip through the channels over and over and over, you know, until I 
either got tired of, wa- of flipping or I found something I like to watch, like a cartoon or something. But now, you know, I when I can't sleep, what do I do? I pop out my phone and I stick it, I stick that shit right in my face, and I'm just looking at articles that I like to read and that I agree with. Same thing with YouTube. I'm watching YouTube videos. I'm watching, you know, YouTube videos that the, algor- the algorithm throws at me because I agree with it or I've, I've liked things in the past. Um, and I could see now how if if somebody who can't sleep at night, you know, they used to just watch TV, watch infomercials at night, but now they're being influenced, I guess, or perhaps they're being, they're reading, you know, news that, that appeals to them that might push them over the edge to become an activist or some or something. We no longer have a moment in our day where we're just mindlessly channel surfing, trying to find that next cartoon. Now it's a constant barrage of ideas, good and bad, that are just hitting your eyeballs every day. Whenever you have some free time, you're well, in the toilet, I mean, you can't I, I, sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. And to to piggyback off you said, I mean, why do you think the 700 club was so big? Why do you think that a lot of their big numbers were at nighttime? Same thing that happened with like um, uh, the church of Scientology, all of their, all their advertising was that time at night, midnight, one or two o'clock to try to it. That was like the previous version of what we're kind of. The only reason that I know about the 700 club is because it was right after Batman on the family channel. The old Batman from the 60s. That's why they put it on. They put it on for people that were, typically if you're up late back then, you were kind of lost. You were kind of, you know, you would see Dianetic commercials, you know, for the true ontology. So this kind of advertising been around, but I guess for me, what's, what's terrifying to me is that when you watch the news, Right. When we're now, even with media, we all know that they have this and in, this intense bias. I mean, everyone kind of no one, everyone calls the media sharks. Now they think they're bullshit with the, with situations like Q. These people become true believers. See, you don't see people um, shooting up mosque or are sh- going to Walmart, shooting up Mexicans or, doing these things after watching Fox news. See what happens is, is the, I think these people see these individuals and think that they're the next great leader. A lot of people thought Q was Trump and the way that this, the Q would post things like he would post pictures of like a pin only Trump would have. And he would do these things. And basically what? Yeah, he would lend credibility, kind of showing, oh, I could be Trump. I might be Trump. I, you know, so people really thought Trump, in a way, was talking to them. That's that, that that he was the, right. So, but really, it could have been just somebody who was trying to make money off of getting more traffic on HN so they could charge more for sponsors. See, that's where the nefariousness comes from. Is while we watch the news, we know every. Three and a half, four minutes, there's going to be a commercial. We know what the real purpose of the news is. But with things like these type of grassroots leaders and, 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 and movements, typically this was like, oh, this is for the people. This is someone that's, you know, but really it's just somebody trying to make money off you. And that's why the nefariousness is terrifying from this situation. You, you mentioned uh, before the show that you think that this kind of, um, 
uh, this kind of media, HN, QAnon, you think is going to be the, 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 the fall of the country? Explain it. Well, I don't think, okay, so HN is HN's a, just a post board. I mean, that's going to be the breeding ground. But I really do think that, that like, we will not lose this country because of a missile. We won't lose it because of, of all these things that we continue to be terrified of. We're going to lose it because of the internal. This is, that's, this is the end of it because when we continue to follow these basically advertisers that are just going to put us in an echo chamber that tells us and makes us more and more militant, you're literally looking at the end of this country through that lens. All it takes is a charismatic advertisement. And next thing you know, you know what happens. I mean, people think that, well, you're, you're being a little dramatic, but not really. Before the 1950s, women didn't have diamonds on their wedding rings. All wedding rings, even if you look at really rich people, was just a gold band. They were simple. But in 1950s, De Beers Corporation had a bunch of these worthless, shiny stones that they had industrial uses, but they were worthless because there's a fuck ton of them. They didn't know what to do with them. And so they had used even diamonds. If you look in most um, ornate um, jewelry, other than the Hope Diamond and things like that, mainly colored gemstones were had more value. But in the 50s, the beers was like, we got all this shit. What are we going to do with it? Well, they hired a marketing team. And the firm, the phrase that everyone knows now is a diamond is forever. And that's why now there's a diamond on every single engagement ring. There were none before the 50s. So those type of paradigm shifts, and that's on a small on a that that was a major shift from a small microcosm of a situation. Imagine you get someone charismatic enough to do that again. But make it someone who's like a Q type situation. They could change the whole world for no other reason than to become rich. You see it with the evangelical preachers. I mean, fuckers flying around in jets. You see all these people doing it. But imagine somebody makes money off the divisiveness of the country. That's media, dude. No, no, no. That's, this is that's today's mainstream media. We, yes. right, we don't even, but no one trusts the media like that. Imagine if oh, you really no believed way, in somebody. No you way. Know, nobody trusts me, the media let, that way. No, no, even let me the, point out. People do trust the media. I mean, it's, it's, and their destruction in this country this past summer was, was in full view for women to see. Okay. They, I mean, they, they played that, that George Floyd video over and over, and they had their commentators just stoking the fires getting people enraged. They did nothing to stop it. They did nothing to calm it down. They did nothing to say, hey, guys, you know, let the let the justice system take its, take its hold. No, they've well, done it already. It's a they've done different. it. They've stoked the fires. Right, right, right. No, right. And, I, and I'm not disagreeing with that point. But what I'm saying is people really thought Q was Trump. And he was talking directly to them. Right. That, that, that's a that's good, good a point. Different hey, situation. Let, let me put let me point out a difference too. Okay, even with the media, right? So you t- you brought up the George Floyd thing. So to me, yes, the, while the media does skew, I mean that's obvious. That's like painfully yeah. obvious. We we know that. The only difference is with the media, and I kind of was 
touching on this a little bit a, a minute ago, but so with the media, like it's a comparison of like sitcoms too, right? Like it's a stage. We know that there's a guy with a microphone, somebody shooting him with a camera. The difference with it, but what really took off, like, let's just say, for example, since we're talking about like the George Floyd thing, where the real acceleration of the ideas come isn't really even from what the media is saying. It's from the sort of the organic sharing of that across these other platforms. Like, hey, yo, Ben, let me send you this video. Fuck, did you see this shit, bro? Holy fuck, blah, blah, blah. This happened to this guy, da, 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 da. That's how people interact now. And you're, you're getting like the, so the line is blurred. It's not like Walter Cronkite behind a microphone telling you what's what this is your friends sending you this shit. So with Q, the, the point I was trying to make is with something like Q, it's like Ben said, there's this entity that's putting out these things for all we know, it could be a fucking group of 10 people doing this shit that, that are having little committee meetings. It could be anybody. It could be, like you said, anywhere from fucking Trump himself to some asshole in a basement somewhere who thinks it's it's funny and he just figured out an angle and now he's stuck in it and he's like, oh shit, what am I doing? It could be anything. It literally could be anything. The problem is if you don't, if people, individuals don't discern what they're viewing it's more difficult. I mean, to, to in defense of just the American public or the world, anybody, the whole world, it's way more difficult to discern fact from fiction when it comes in the back door. Right. It's, it, it, yeah, <laughs> it's so we always, we always like the back door anyway, but, but what I mean by that is it sneaks in because it's not, it's coming to from your, you know what I mean? Your aunt who's got whatever views, she's sending you some shit on whatever, you know, application in your friend. And then not only that, but you're commenting on it, right? You're watching the algorithms don't help the situation because they just steer you in one direction or another because that's how they make more money. So once you're off in that, if you're off and running, well, now you get pats on the back for like, yeah. Like whatever fucked up belief you might have, there's 150 people because of what you click on that think just like you. And they're going to say like, yeah, man, hell yeah, blah, blah, blah. So it just becomes, you just, it launches the fucking airplane. And then once it's in the air, there it goes. Like it ain't, and, and, it ain't coming to, back down. And to just say, it just seems more real, right? Q seems more real. Q seems like the underground, the truth that he's the revolution. Right where everyone else looks at the mainstream media, don't ever. I know what you're saying, right? The and I'm not trying to take that away from you. I you, I agree with you. I just think that nefarious actors like this, like QAnon, things of that nature, they're beyond just the news. People really believe in QAnon. They think that it's Trump. They think are they think it's General Flynn or somebody really high up in that. I mean, that they're going to arrest all the people and that that the Democrats are all a satanic cabal that needs adrenochrome to, to stay and live longer. See, that's the problem. They're basically Scientology. Like, it, it's, it goes beyond just basic media. And don't get me wrong, media stokes the fires, you're right. But this doesn't stoke the fires. This shit makes it a nuclear weapon. Because it makes believers. You like the dumbass who crashed Pizza Gate. 
you, all these, a lot of these things have, has kind of occurred. So that's to me why it terrified me. Like it's just, it's, it, these kind of actors leave more credibility in my opinion versus anything else. And they garner real support and real followers. And the fact is, is no one knows who the fuck this is. And this could be just so someone could get more clicks. Just like the clickbait articles we see, someone could be starting a whole revolution just to get rich. It could be. But do you know who's starting a revolution? It could be the CCP, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? It could be the Chinese, it could be the Russians, it could be anybody. It's just, but all they have to do is say the right things. I mean, you know, the draw the Muhammad poster contest here in Texas that actually happened in my area. Do you yeah. know who paid for that, right? Oh boy. There's Russians. Russians. Really? It was the, Damn. what's it called? The internet uh, research agency, which is basically the Russian think tank that fucks with everyone. They are the ones that paid for and started the whole contest. Damn. It wasn't some American that did it or someone who's like, we want freedom. They wanted to cause an incident. It just so happens you don't cause incidents in Texas because it doesn't end well for people like that. So in that situation. So that was caused by the Internet Research Agency. The Russians set that up. Was that the one they had people in? No, they, they had they had all these people in Arizona, Muhammad. right? Yeah, yeah. The, well, the guy drove from Arizona to it was over here in Garland, so it was actually local right. to my area. And so, yeah, the but, guy but drove he, from but, Arizona. Did he draw? Right, did but he what's draw? Did he, huh? No. Did he draw? No, did no, no the guy. The, oh, <laughs> uh, no, he didn't. Uh, apparently, uh, no, they shot his ass. No, he didn't even get to his gun race. They shot the shit out of him. But that's what I'm saying. The Russians set that up. So that's where the problem is. All these people think it's, oh, the American Freedom Liberation Ego Group. That's what people think it is. But really, it's the Russians who did it. Well, do you know who's had a revolution of sorts? Go ahead. Hold on. For for the listeners real quick, let me just back. We kind of brushed over a lot of things. So there was, uh, it it was in the news whenever that was going down. What was that, a year ago, two years ago? Oh, a couple years ago. There's these little like boiler room situation, like, you know, like we all, we like to bring up Vin Diesel style in uh, when they're making all the phone calls, but there's these little things where all it's like a whole room of dudes in cubicles on the internet paid to basically post on social media, a certain, you know, ideology or what have you, whatever it is for that day, the soup of the day for who they want to fuck with. And yeah, they just create accounts go on there and post like, yeah, Trump's the best or, you know, Biden's uh, the next coming of Christ or whatever the fuck it is and whatever they're paid to, to post on. He is. And that's what they do. <laughs> yeah, I know he walks on, he walks on water, bro. He turns water but, to wine. It's dope. For sure. He doesn't even know who the president is. <laughs> he doesn't know. That's fucking funny. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's doing. Um, but anyway, that's, that's what that is. Yeah. Those little, those little well, agencies, where and there's so, people. So so that's a thing. <laughs> if you and that's what I'm saying. It, the reality is, is we don't know who these nefarious actors are. And so whenever the, I guess I saw it a lot. So you guys, I saw it a lot over here in North Texas, because I guarantee you like 90% of QAnon was in North Texas. So there's a lot of people that were all in. Sure, there's probably a lot. Yeah. 97% <laughs> of people are QAnon are in Texas. <laughs> North Texas. North, in North really? Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, but no, uh, you saw a lot of QAnon. I cannot tell you how many cars I see daily still with Q stickers on them. 
This isn't like an uncommon thing. I'm driving on the freeway, at least see five or six cars with cues on them. And that, what? That, that definitely that day. Speaks Are to you serious? A day, at least. I'm not even playing. I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> I will start snapping pictures of all the cue cards. You I should, see. man. I, I need see to. It. But this is real. So That's funny. Uh, here, I heard people talking about Q like, no, man, this is the fucking truth. This is real. They're going to get them. They're going to arrest them. And I'm like, dude, do you know who Q is? Well, it's got to be one of these people. I go, so you have no idea who this guy is telling you this is. It's real. It's real. See? And they'll 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 they'll, they'll talk about the proofs. Yeah. And you're like, what? No, like, I think I think people lost confidence in Q um after the election. You know, they were like, Oh, we're gonna uh, no, they Trump didn't. is gonna no, March I think 4th, they did, man. March fourth? No, they did not. They were they lost it after March fourth because March fourth was supposedly the day whenever the super secret um subpoena was supposed to go through and and yeah. trump was going to come back because he really won the election but then he lost it but he was acting like he was doing it so that he could surprise everyone and arrest them no march 4th was the and then the, the supposed to come back they got that lady um his attorney saying that uh no sane person would uh <laughs> would believe her her own her own case uh what was her name um let me see the trump attorney uh uh forgot that was the best thing i've ever seen the best thing when i saw that i was like but see that's what i've told you several times just when we talk like i go some of this shit we both know is not like come on well no one believes this shit sydney powell that's her name sydney powell she's the one who's now telling people hey uh no reasonable person could believe that my claims uh these were just opinion based but they did not sound like opinions at the time well that's the alex jones Jones defense no, but she, I mean, this lady wrote court briefings on this thing. I mean, she, <laughs> she took it to, she tried to take it to court and she had a, a crack in or whatever the fuck that shit is. Kraken? To Tulu came. But I, you know, I thought it was weird because she's a federal prosecutor. Yeah, she had all these typos and everything on her, on her briefs to the court. She, she's a weird girl, man. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what was in it for her. I don't know why she decided to, Click to pursue bait. this. Clickbait. No, Money. dude. But it's what it's all about, bro. It's about bringing. It's a, that's what I'm trying to explain. You, People are doing stupid shit to get attention think, to their Instagram profile. You think Sydney Powell did this for the attention? Yeah, of course. And now she's being sued for 1.3 billion dollars from Dominion Voting System. And Dominion, what are they going to collect? They're not going to be able to collect anything. They're, they're trying to say Dominion is just trying but to start. Her shit. reputation's done, dude. Like she could have just, Bro, no, she could have walked the high road as a federal prosecutor and, and retired. No, but dude. Now, now she's going to retire even more because guess what she's going to do? She's going to do lectures for these fucking. No, dude. The, nah. Dude, they still believe, bro. They still believe. No, nah, man. I, I don't think so. It's about attention. It's about money. That's why these people are doing this. So that's all I'm trying to say, folks out there. And, uh, Skip the noise land. The reality is yeah. when it comes down to it, whatever you're hearing is for money. The people that are preaching to you don't really care about you. So before you go do something stupid or before you fucking disown half your family or get disowned by half your family, people that actually really love and care about you, Think about, really dig in and think about who you're listening to. 
and what they're trying to tell you and what it's doing to you. Because I know right now there's a lot of people that have literally stopped talking to family members over this stupid shit. So just think about just it. Calm down. Yeah, just calm the fuck down. And also <laughs> learn how to fucking drive massive ships through canals. Because I'm oh, gonna dude. be fucking honest with you. We have a, a we have a cargo ship problem because it's not like the Suez Canal hasn't changed since its inception, but somebody fucked up. It was a woman. All right. It was oh. a woman driving. It was a woman driving the ship. <laughs> She's probably trying to reverse or parallel park. Who the fuck knows what she was doing with that ship? But she blocked it. She blocked the canal. Are we are we speculating or is this confirmed? <laughs> no, she's a she's a woman. But Apparently, I don't know what she was doing. I mean, she's not it, I, I honestly yeah. don't know. Is it's that a, female a fact captain. or are you just being a dick? No, no, okay. no. It's a female captain. No, really. Okay. Um, it, it was, was a female, female captain? captain? Yes. Was it really? Yes. Oh. Huh. Well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, now, now it changes, huh? Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> I mean, no, but. She's trying to reverse. She's trying to parallel park. I don't know what she was. Maybe she was looking. I don't know. Well, yeah. So here's here's my biggest takeaway. Trying to put on her makeup or something. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Goodness, goodness, goodness. And we're going to score. Hey, our next Nielsen's going to hit like 76 with female female representatives. No, 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 man. The the females who are listening to this are laughing their ass off right now, okay? (laughs) Okay. No, you know what? You know what? Before or after they try to stab you in the face. No, you know what though? I think you guys underestimate their uh flexibility here because Whoa. I have to say, oh Jesus, look at me with my <laughs> Freudian slips here. Dude, you just take <laughs> every time in the bag. every episode. <laughs> dude, every episode I come with something like that. But oh, uh bro. no, but what I mean is uh yeah, man, they're not that fragile, dude. They can they can listen. Yeah, they can they listen, can li- they can laugh. Because I'll, yeah. I'll I'll have you know. I know for a fact that our female listenership is very strong. Hard. Yeah. So, so as much as you think, and yeah, flexible, they they want to hear the stuff too. Obviously, they're flexible, they're strong too, and flexible, strong, flexible. But you know, my uh, biggest yeah. takeaway from this thing once once <laughs> yeah. again, my biggest takeaway from this Suez Canal debacle is that how easily shit like this isn't. This is just one ship fucking up. That shit's pretty narrow if you really like in comparison. It is yeah. with, with the amount pictures. of sh- with the amount. It's a bottleneck, bro. Like yeah. if they didn't have that organized to the to the T, it would be a disaster every fucking day. So once again, just like we learned here with uh, our ERCOT debacle here in the great state of te- Texas, man, a one little slip up is all it takes to cause complete fucking disaster. Yeah. How much tonnage and money and I mean, we're talking about at this like billions of dollars, right? Oh yeah, like the 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 backlog of ships that. Uh, so if you didn't know, uh, over there near Egypt, uh, the Suez Canal. It's a major uh, sort of what's the uh, what's the term? What's for a man made canal? Basically, cuts I mean through canal, Africa, but so but you like, don't have to go around. Africa. Correct, it saves right. like three or four thousand miles. Like similar to the Panama Canal in in yeah. uh, you know North Central South America situation, but. Um, yeah, so the amount of dollars that this fucking cost um, shipping companies or everybody fucking just the logistics in general. All right, so fucking I, the prices and shit, the backlog. Now they're going to have to like however many ships didn't go through the the 
they're going to get overwhelmed with all the the tonnage that's going to come through and it's just going to fuck the whole system up just because of a well, well how long was it it was like a week or uh, a week yeah yeah week. something like that a, a week the shit Six was stuck seven and days, nothing could like pass that. through yeah well also you guys got to start stocking up on your toilet paper apparently oh god so <laughs> i guess so yeah, we're starting that again yeah i know I but this is for different reasons the Hello. sawdust that that gets manufactured in um i think it was denmark or something they provided a lot of the sawdust to make toilet paper really? they couldn't make it to the swiss canal so oh, really? they're they're that's good yeah man. they're a week late in production oh god so that's gonna either raise the prices or it's gonna cause a backlog in toilet paper use so anyway i'm just saying guys you know uh Buy Good thing day. I'm already ready. You know. Good thing I'm already like uh, court of uh, COVID savvy. I got my shit. Uh, <laughs> as soon as that shit's available, I'm getting toilet paper, Clorox wipes. I'm never letting that shit happen. To oh, me dude, again. you know what? Since I've been able to get Clorox wipes, I've been buying them like a fiend. I have a stockpile of Clorox wipes now. It's, it's you're gonna be like, dude, you're gonna be the uh, Tarrant I'm, County Clorox king, like I am the Harris County Cooler King. I'm gonna be flipping these bitches as soon as the Suez Canal shit gets all stopped up. But yeah, so like like Ben, like like y'all are both saying, just when it comes down to the whole ERCOT, this whole situation, it really kind of shows how little control government really has. That's what I'm saying. It's All such it an illusion. One- it's such a fucking illusion that they actually can control anything. Right? In reality, they don't control shit. Like they can barely handle anything that happens. Like at a winter all storm. Winter, a fucking winter storm. Hell, a fucking rainstorm they can't handle. I mean, look at fucking, um, look at New Orleans. Fucking rainstorm. You know, they couldn't even handle it. The, one of the biggest floods was a tropical storm. Like, oh, bro, it, it took the, it took New Orleans out for like almost a decade. That's what I'm saying. And, and you know people I mean? keep talking about like all like the government, was... this, the government, that the government's going to come after us. Guys, guess what? The government can't even fucking, they, they can't do anything. They can barely handle anything. So it's it's pretty amazing just how easy it is to cripple any government. Well, it's you know? the pressure. It, it, it's the pressure of turning the dollar over every single minute, every single hour that they can't let like, OK, well, how often does it happen that there's a whatever ice storm or how often does it happen that a fucking goddamn, fr- you know, uh, cargo ship fucking t-bones itself and blocks up the whole fucking canal and everybody's got to wait behind them so they don't factor that into where it's like go 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 it's not in the equation so when it does happen there's absolutely no um you know what i mean everything is thrown off and it's all yeah, here's the ahead, concept though what if government's not supposed to handle this kind of thing you know what if it's it's more of a you know pick yourself up from your bootstraps and and, and get to work. So I what mean, the fuck do we have a government for then, asshole? I mean, come to on. To have I, nukes, man. Uh, bro, come on. And the on. common defense. It's not about it's, the, it's the picking up the bootstrap shit. Okay, so then the we kids. shouldn't have freeways. But they wouldn't have yeah, they wouldn't even have the We'd have freeways. Or, or we would have we shouldn't have police officers. We shouldn't have firemen. We should have ships, public education. Sh- oh, I'm talking more about the federal government. So that, that who funds all that? They fund all that, bro. The state no, government no, no, doesn't it's, fund it's, the police departments. It's federal government. Look it up. Oh, federal governments, really? Yeah. Yes, they. Really? But yeah, where do you think all the funds come from? So whenever um, you see how now all of our police officers look like they're like out of a like SEAL Team Six movie. Yeah. That's all federal government money to fund them for those. Well, then what's up with these city councils defunding the police then? No, 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 they can defund the police to a, to a certain amount. 
the federal government right. money still comes through. No, our federal government spending and money can be withheld due to stipulations. So they can try to defund the police, but then they themselves will be defunded by the by the state via the federal government. No, no, no. Everything has the purse strings are all tied. So back to the federal government. All buck stops with them. That's what the Civil War essentially confirmed. I so think no. what you're trying to, to say is that the money the federal government sends to the states for police, that's what it's for. It is up to the municipalities and the state to see where they want to allocate it. And it sounds to me like city councils are actually the ones who allocate that kind of that kind of federal money. So although the federal money might be intended for the police officers, these houses are going to turn around and just give it to social workers to go and, I don't know, exactly. arrest people. So that's what the problem was with a lot of the defend the police. They, like you were saying, they, while they said, we're going to take 400 million from the police department, they were actually going to take it and give it to another program. The money was still going to be social allocated workers. somewhere else. Social workers. I don't fucking care. My, that's not my, that, I'm not going to die on that Hill. That's stupid. We need cops. People, people are bad. If you don't fucking believe it, you fucking go try to deal with somebody in a, in, you know, you, you, you try to deal with situations by yourself if someone's kicking your door down. So, you know, you, people can talk all this shit, but in reality we need, there needs to be someone to stop the, the bad people. But what I'm saying is, is our governments are totally powerless, even for little situations, they're powerless. And so I think this really, the, to me, that's just, that's just another earmark of just another situation where that, where a government happens and to the into the slight defense of the Suez Canal situation there was apparently a very bad dust storm at the time Excuses. of the of the running in excuse <laughs> that's what they said that's what they said could be excuses you're right dude you you're right i was just it's trying to i was trying desert. to give a balance i was trying to give a balanced approach to the story Okay, that's what must we do. Must be the only sandstorm in hundreds of years where this woman just happened to pay be passing by. <laughs> well, dude, they, that's what they say about this great winter storm we had. Even though I can clearly remember, but fucking like you know, a couple of years ago, I was in my F one fifty going through an ice bridge in four by four, like literally going like up of like this huge bridge because I couldn't go on the freeways because they were totally locked down because the ice had frozen the freeways, so eighteen wheelers couldn't catch traction. So I had to go all these back roads, finally get to this bridge by my house. It's really steep and high. And so I'm at the bottom of this hill and it's me and this minivan, bro. And so I kick, I had an F-150. I put, I put in four by four and I just nailed it. I said, it's going to happen or it's not because you could see ice everywhere on this bridge. You see cars had lost traction. We're going backwards. I, I wanted to get home. I had just got done working and it took me four hours to get home so i was like i'm getting home so i hit it gun it trucky truck was going up a minivan saw me do it they said they're gonna do it halfway through the hill truck i started losing some traction but truck you know trucky truck did his job i turn over and i see this minivan and i see this poor man's face of sheer terror as he's now completely lost traction and is going down well, I'm going up. And I just for a split second, he kind of looked at me like, no. And I was just like, sorry, bro. And I just mashed it and got up and got home. But that wow. wasn't like 500 years ago. That wasn't 100 years ago. That wasn't a once in a lifetime. These once in a lifetime situations happen quite frequently. So to me, I think 
this whole thing, it's just like you said, I think it's excuses. We, we just aren't prepared. We spend money on dumb shit. We're too worried about other things. And the government really has no control. So to me, that's all I'm saying. Hey, you know who's going to get control? Oh, a boy. unit at Amazon. Oh, yeah. I like that one. Damn, you're a professional. <laughs> you are such a professional. Boom. Good job. Done. Good job. Yeah. Good job. I think, you know, we should turn this over to our former, former big yeah. uh, union person. So, oh, so at some yeah, point, right. so yeah, oh, yeah. A, a few interesting, a few big interesting things jack. to point out about this. Yeah. So, so in Bessemer, Alabama, a warehouse, an Amazon warehouse is in the process. As a matter of fact, today is Tuesday. Uh, the voting is done. I can't remember when the res- I don't think the results. No, then I know the results didn't come out today, but voting apparently is completed with all the employees. Uh, how many was it like 5,000? Yeah. It's a big, pretty big, uh, it's, <laughs> a, it's a very large warehouse. Yeah. And so, you know, if you know much about Amazon, you know that obviously they are the number one retailer in the world by a long shot. Jeff Bezos, the, well, he, his position is switched now, I do believe, but uh, is the richest man in the world by far. Not only that last year uh, alone cleared, uh, I don't know, fucking $70 billion or whatever to put into perspective, his ex-wife is like on the fucking list of richest people in the world too, just because of the (laughs) settlement. Yeah. That's always that's always a, a fun fact we like to bring up on the Skip the Noise uh, podcast. But anyway, so be, so the way Amazon works is that obviously they've got to keep up. I mean that's a logistical. They, hey, th- that's what you get, right? You want to you 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 click it and then the shit shows up at your door in like thirty five fucking seconds, no shipping fees or whatever. Well, there's a cost to that apparently, <laughs> and uh, the the ones who take the the brunt of that. Or the people that are actually making it fucking happen. Go figure. What a big surprise. So they're a little bit fed up. So union organizers obviously see this as an opportunity. And I'm not, mind you, I'm starting this off like I'm, I'm for, but I, I've got some opinions on both sides. So obviously an opportunity is there to be had. Uh, the way unions function, obviously they need dues to survive too. So, hey, what a good opportunity. This is a big plant. Um, Amazon is a major corporation. So the fact that they're getting a, to a vote at all is a huge win in the eyes of union. Uh, and I, you know what? Fuck. I, somebody, if we could look it up. I forgot the name of the, I think it's like the, I don't know, some shit like the coalition of retail and warehouse worker. So I don't know. I don't know the name of the union that got involved in this, but either way, they, uh, I'm assuming they're AFL CIO affiliated. They went in there and started turning these uh, these employees. Now they're going to vote on it, and so we'll see. But even if they don't, right? Even if they don't vote, uh, it's still a big win because they're gonna they're not going to stop there. They're going to every fucking warehouse and they're going to try start organizing. The interesting thing is, Amazon obviously sees this as enough of a threat to aggressively and most companies do this shit like the company i work for does this shit too company i worked for prior well the union was prior but before before that the company i worked for aggressively um did trainings and things to try anti-union uh trainings and lessons Hmm. and mandatory so so amazon has now implemented that all employees or maybe it's all managers whatever the case may be has to listen to all this anti-union stuff and 
but anyway, it's uh, yeah. So the conditions, you know, this has come up in the news a few times, but the big, you know, catchphrase or the big sexy headline is that these motherfuckers are so scared of getting written up and getting off pace that they piss, they carry Gatorade bottles and shit with them. So they don't have to go to the bathroom because apparently if there's, um, you know, if they're off task or what have you for so many hours a day, they get, uh, you know, there's consequences, right. Which can obviously yeah, yeah. lead to their, their termination. So it's kind of fucked up, you know, there's a, the bigger point is, Hey, there's a cost for this. So, it depends on where you stand. Obviously unions don't have the best reputation in 2021. You know what I mean? There's been a lot of things and I, you know, I'm not probably, I'm not going into depth on that in this episode, but at some point I sure I will. Matter of fact, I might even bring a friend on uh, that used to work with me. Who's probably got some Uh, unions. Very nice. I I think that, yeah, I I definitely think that's in the works at some point. It'd be interesting, but yeah, man. The, the, the big question here is like, what could this lead to? I know this has happened with Walmart before, right? Which let's say, let's flash forward or flash, uh, you know, reverse, like whatever, 10, 20 years when Walmart was the Amazon, right? Uh, yeah. the, there, there was definitely stores that got threatened with unionization and, and they called fucking Walmart, like just shut them down. Did, right? did they ever unionize at Walmart? I, I can't I say hundred so. yeah, percent if there's so. a not, I mean, not totally. No. Yeah. There may be like a store that was able to pull it off, but pr- generally speaking, um, if, if a store like one location did unionize and this happened, they fucking just Walmart just up, oh, close that store. Oh, they wow. literally, they literally nipped it in the bud that aggressively because they didn't want it to spread throughout the corporation. Yep. So despite what you feel on, on unions, this is actually pretty significant because it brings up a lot of questions about, Hey, where do we stand on workers' rights? Everybody, especially during the 2020, right. Where everybody relied on this shit. Don't try to tell me you have an order of something from fucking Amazon that you're so high and mighty on your beliefs. I'm not, that's what I'm saying. I'm calling you out because I know I am. I order Amazon shit comes to my door fucking every 15 minutes, but pretty much i mean i'm exaggerating a little bit but it's pretty frequent the amazon truck is on my street amazon truck is on my street every fucking day 100 man i mean you know amazon uh jeff bezos they virtual signal a lot he owns the the washington post that's what annoys me about this exactly man he has all all these bias and his new stories and then the unions that, that democrats so love very much comes knocking at his door in amazon he outright rejects it. He he just he doesn't want it. Yeah. That's uh, that's a hypocrisy. Come on, you know, nicer it's and like a Republican. Well, it's fake. It's fake. I and I, fake. I do like. I, I will concede that for sure. He definitely virtue signals like a motherfucker. He does things all the time. He talks about you know, like you said, he owns the Washington Post. He was very anti-Trump. He tried to you know, he does all these things. He tries to act like he's charitable. But when it comes to paying his workers more or giving them better conditions or actually, uh, you know, hiring more people instead of making people, you know, take pee breaks in their trucks, it's, it's, it's very, it's, it's a dysfunctional situation. It's just, he's just fake. So to hear this and then you, like Ben was touching on the campaign against 
the union was very aggressive. Like, like tons of like, they were marketing. I saw, I was listening to NPR this morning. They were talking about it. The marketing they were doing was intense to try to keep the people from approving this union. And they so they're telling them like, oh, you know, the unions are just a bunch of thieves. They're going to take all your money. They don't really care. You already have everything you really need. Hmm. All they're just going to do is get their due money, which it's pretty, it's pretty messed up. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. In the end, Amazon, if they really cared about their workers, you know, is a they union necessary, right? They would treat them better. Is a union necessary? That's that's a that's a whole show. The topic for that's a whole show. But in reality, if a bunch of people they said uh they they asked people about the pee in the bottle thing, they said, Oh, show us examples. They got something around like five or six thousand examples, and then they took down the post. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I guarantee you, I don't even have ever worked at Amazon. I don't even know anybody like in my immediate circle that works. I believe that 100% based on what I've seen in other jobs I've worked in similar corporations. I've never right. worked for Amazon, but I've worked for similar entities. A hundred percent. I believe that dude fucking you, you look at the shit truck drivers do, bro. Oh, Fudging yeah. their time and all that stuff. Yeah. Cause there's no way when they set like when these regulations, so there's all these things, right? Like with, especially with COVID that adds a whole nother, uh, you know, layer on top of it. You've got to adhere to all these safety guidelines, but at the same time, it's mixed messages. Company says, you have to do this. You have to do this. You have to do this. Well, they're saying you have to do that to protect their own ass from whenever, so they don't get fined. But yep. what they really mean is uh, COVID or no COVID sanitizer up your ass or not or mask on your face or whatever, nope. you still got to produce fucking 600 boxes on that conveyor belt per fucking hour or whatever the fuck their thing is. Yep. That has to happen or else you're out of here. And I think what is the turnover? The, the turnover there is like fucking yeah. 97%. It's fucking stupid. That, that statistic alone should tell you no actual human can do the fucking job in a satisfactory level. That yeah. should tell you something too. So do well, I believe a, that? And to, and to throw in yeah, there, but, this is the second largest employer of people in the United States. That's terrible. So right. that means like, that 97, a, so imagine 97% turnover rate. That means these people can't get a job again. In the industry, that's probably the highest hiring industry in their sector. Yeah. So, so say what you all want. Their possibilities. Say what you want about the actual organizations uh, of unions. The, the fact of the matter is, though, the, there's a reason they ex I mean, there's a reason historically they exist, which I think everybody can agree. Like, fuck, man, you don't you don't want to go back to Not chimney Rick. sweeps. Well, you know what Rick I mean? Does. Yeah, Rick. Rick does. <laughs> you don't but, have, uh, you know, 10 year olds. Rick wants seven year olds in the coal mine. <laughs> yeah, well, I, kinda, I the, want them to work in the, in the ammunitions because their little fingers can fit in the, the cases right. and they yeah, can wipe they, it clean. It's, right. It's wonderful. Right. But uh, it's but a machine that does that, Rick. It's a machine. Nah. nah kids are, are more efficient. Little baby fingers shoving in rounds. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, the, the these corporations are going to, or they're going to push the limit. It's profitability. So they're going to push whatever metrics they can to reduce the amount of money they have to pay a person for doing a job. Simple as the biggest cost in any operation like that is labor. 
They're going to, they're looking for ways. There's people who are fucking mathematical wizards trying to figure out ways to shave that number down to put more profit on the bottom line. That's just what it is. That's what, you know, I started laughing because I saw the six, when you said mathematical wizard, I automatically thought of Gandalf holding like a calculator it was. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, that's, it was just. They hired, they hired him. He works for fucking Amazon. Thou shalt not pass with more than three <laughs> people per sector. I don't know. Hey, do, do you guys ever notice your your Amazon driver? He just kind of looks dead on the inside most of the time. Well, would it you mean, if you? Well, yeah, because he's got a pee and for bottle. Fifteen yeah. hours a day. Dude, and I know. The bottle. Yeah. It's, I feel bad for them too. It's, he doesn't I, have I know they hate their job. Well, yeah, you know? but but we but see that's the problem with corporate America if it's not checked. You know, that's something that we see in our industry. They got people, oh, you know, they, they got they got pill mill farms where you got, you know, 60 pharmacists and they're expected to check 125 prescriptions per hour. Yeah. If not, that's a low end number. Not per hour, dude. What are you talking about? I know these. One pharmacist, a hundred per hour. Yes. yes. That, no. And this is normal. No, they didn't take restroom breaks. No, dude. 30 seconds per prescription. Yes. Less than 30 seconds because yeah, just overall, hour. just overall first time check. <laughs> I don't think so, man. It's happening right now. I dude, basic numbers right now are in their 80s in, in mail order. That's the 80s, and that's a good job. What? Yes. 60s is considered super slow. But basically, no, they are doing that. That's what is happening right now. Because guess what? If you don't check corporations. They don't care about mistakes. They don't care about nothing else. They're going to just slam people with as much work as humanly possible. And that's what's happening. And that's what's happening to these poor guys at Amazon. And they need, they need help. They need protection. There needs to be standards of work. And I think that's where the union can come into play. And I hope they win. But I don't think they are. I, I really don't think so. I think Amazon played their card well. Yeah, it's I an uphill battle. A lot, a lot of people... We're told, you know, there, there was a lot of campaigning against it. They spent a lot of money. They had a lot of pizza days. And you can bring bring your favorite sports team shirt to work days. And morons just go with that. But the reality is, is yeah, man, there needs to be better conditions for those poor people. It's it's just madness. So. Well, Tesla's going through the same thing too right now. Well, UAW is different though. And I'm not trying to be in a, and for anyone that's a UAW member, I'm not talking about you per se, but I am talking about mm. your organization. They, that unfortunately is an instance where the, where I believe unions are stifling growth to an, ex, to a high extent. I mean, when you yeah. got guys that are paid, you know, $75 an hour, $80 an hour for jobs that, you know, unfortunately, they, they they outsource to Mexico and they're paying them $17 an hour and they're getting the same quality of output and workmanship. It, you know, just totally slams it. So, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see what happens with Amazon. I, you know, all for the union. I hope, guys, if you're out there in Alabama, you're hearing this and you're, you're, you're trying to make your decision or if you already made your decision, I hope you voted for that union because you deserve better. We all yeah. deserve better. You're not, you're not just a cog in the machine. You're a human being and your worth is way more than that bullshit. You shouldn't have to piss in a, in a damn bottle and you sure as hell shouldn't have to be worked to death just (laughs) to buy food for people. 
And you're in Alabama, and I know that Alabama's Trump country. <laughs> Just know that Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post, and he writes yeah. shit about Trump all the time. Exactly. All right? Get Jeff Bezos back. Yeah, if you're in Alabama, get him back. Get him. Well, isn't that get funny? In that that funny how those team lines start to shift and and squirrel yeah. around a little bit. And not only that, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Trump on you, and I'm gonna talk about some fake news. So if you look at our Instagram page, uh, skip underscore the underscore noise underscore podcast. And I'm starting to feel pretty good. So uh, I want to point out that you go look at our page, dude. I pointed out some shit. I was watching for the show. I was just doing. Oh, that was awesome. This motherfucker. I forgot his. Uh, I know his name's Jacob something. Uh, and I don't even know what network, bro. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Just go click on my, go to our, <laughs> go to our Instagram page. Check out the post. <laughs> this motherfucker's like, yeah, I'm standing right here in front of the factory obviously standing in front of a green screen like you can see this shit so obvious <laughs> this dude was point he was looking behind him like yeah i'm at the fucking no you are not brother you're in connecticut in your fucking bedroom or wherever the hell you are with the little green screen in your garage the fuck out of here with that bullshit we're not that <laughs> stupid anyway so we're about to hit this uh, little halftime break because we've talked long enough for the first half uh, so you can look forward to party in the back coming up pretty soon here. And I feel like it is going to be uh, the mother of all party in the backs. Maybe. I don't know. I like to set the bar high. Yeah. Give us something to reach for. But anyway, I'm going to lead you into a tune uh, by my homeboy, Diz Rockwell. Uh, this time is going to uh, get the uh, get the knot on the interlude here. So we will see you on the other side. Just stay with us. Bye. back for part two of episode 40 we are over the hill here on skip the noise and uh we're officially in the party in the back segment of the show so presumably you may be driving home if you got one of them long commutes although i think we ran a little long in the first half so you're probably home by now to be honest but that's okay too because maybe at home now you have access for different things that you can do to relax yourself after you've had that long day um, yeah. I think to kick it off though, I think Rick has, man, he's got something's grinding his gears. Yeah, he keeps man. talking about it. He keeps texting us about, it, and it's like, Jesus, just <laughs> shut the fuck up about it already and tell us well, what's the fucking problem with Instagram. What do you, what is your Can't big do beef, it, man. Rick? Can't do it. All right. So, you know, um, so on Instagram, I follow some very promising young ladies with very good promising modeling careers, you know, promising. <laughs> I like it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, you know, the, and for some, for whatever reason, they get on here, they seek validation about their bodies and whatnot and whatever, man, I'm not going to judge you for that. It's whatever helps seek you get through validation. the day. <laughs> but oh, God. 
<laughs> but there was this one there was this one girl and i'm not going to say anything about her name or anything uh, she seems like a nice girl on instagram and she had this video where she's kind of saying a little bit of herself it was the usual stuff like oh i'm loyal and i'm fun to be with and i like to travel and one of the things was i don't want kids you know and that's how she ended her video well i was looking through the comments and i see a lot of a lot of men young men who are like oh that's great girl you know i'm trying to focus on my career too you know, you shouldn't, we should make it normal to have kids. And it got me thinking, man, I kind of got angry because I'm just like, fellas, you know, I know, in, you know, Skip the Noise probably has a lot of young professional men listening to this show, impressionable, still trying to find their way around the world and they fall for anything that they see on TV and whatever women tell them. But guys, <clears throat> if a woman tells you that she does not want kids, you have to listen to the fine print. And that fine print is, she doesn't want kids now, okay? Unfortunately, that's something that gets lost in translation of love. So, uh, you know, it, it just, I don't know, I, I made my comments to this girl and I think I got banned from her page. I can't view it anymore. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Jesus, awesome. Bro. You really got to yeah. fuck up to. Good going there, <laughs> killer. <laughs> what was if you don't mind indulging us you're definitely gonna have to figure you, that one out <laughs> what did you actually say dude no i i basically said that um it's the oldest trick in the book you know um oh. if, if she tells oh, you she so doesn't you, want kids ah, you just called if she out. tells you she doesn't want kids it's because she doesn't want kids now but she will be wanting kids in the future and guys shouldn't get all hard on and stuff whenever they hear that okay don't fall for it anyway it's just it's just the old man in me talking. Okay, I'm I'm almost forty. I I've well, been around the block yeah, a lot. We all that's, have. That's you know that's valid. I, I mean, here's the, the thing: <laughs> when you're that so, age, like let's say you're from, from like twenty to twenty three or four. Yeah, you don't know the fuck you want. You're gonna say whatever to put yourself in a better position. So well, and plus, fuck that shit changes. It I would have said if you would if you would have interviewed me at 22 and asked me if I wanted to have kids or asked me if I want to have four kids like I do, I would have <laughs> said fuck you. There is no way I'm ever having four kids. But shit changes, time changes. Don't be the one who says I don't want this. I don't. My stance is this. You know what, man? We're all living, breathing organisms that are changing just like the fucking environment is changing every second of the day. So don't get so caught up in your little stances because that shit is going to change. Time is going to run through everything. Experiences are going to run through everything. Your opinions are going to change. But you know what? Fucking that's okay. It's okay if that happens. Despite what the the common sort of, uh, you know, media pressure yeah. Or, or whatever you want to call it, your concept uh, puts in your head that like, no, no, no. Once you're like for politicians get called out, right? Like in 1967, this piece of shit said that he was for abortion. And now in 19, <laughs> you, know, you know, 2021, he's da, 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 da. well, fucking 10 years six, ago, a tweet. In, maybe, maybe just maybe in 60 years, Maybe this dude had some different things that changed his mind. You know what I mean? Maybe he started fucking smoking weed 
when he was, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe when he was 50 years yeah. old, who knows? Maybe he met some young chick who turned him on to hash, you know, when he went to Turkey or whatever, and he tried to smuggle it through the airport. <laughs> to <laughs> hash. Who knows? Dude. But I'm just saying. You That's know? awesome. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny is when people from other countries, they, so this happened to me. Ah, that I, had a, I had a neighbor. Yeah. He's like, ah, this, he was calling out somebody down the street. Like he, he's back there in his backyard smoking hash. I started laughing. I was like, this dude's not smoking hash. Smoking hash. <laughs> That's so hey, awesome. have y'all, Here's a quick uh, party in the back question. Have y'all ever smoked hash? Yes. It me is too. intense. And it's well, not the way do, you burn. Yeah. It's not the way you burn. Like yeah, well, you have to do all. it. It's different. You have to use Stop like a, a tour needle. And check this out. Well, you know what we did? We used the fucking stove. It, it uh, like straight up looked like crackheads. Like oh, we were, wow. we were huddled around the stove with like a, I think even maybe a spoon or something. Or no, no, no it was on the end of like <laughs> oh, a. Damn. It was on the. It you was sure on you the weren't doing a, heroin, bro? <laughs> <laughs> maybe too, but it was on the end of a stick or something. Free we basing hair on. Yeah, it was. It was intense, man. But yeah. Yeah, dude, fucking dude, hash is intense. It's definitely intense. I mean, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's fun. It's, it's, it's awesome. I just, you know, I've never done hash. I don't know. Oh yeah, it's, it's a, a it's a good well, run. You would. I mean, it, you kind of have to force the issue. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, I guess it close, uh, close to it now would be dab. Dab would be close to it. Mm. Dabs would be close to it. Wait, you're not yeah. talking about the, uh, the, the, um, the wax. The wax. Are you from Home Depot? The dab. No, dab dab. Home dab Depot. is like a bro. No, dab <laughs> is like Home a, Depot. No, Bendejo dab. It's a it's a way that it's a way that um weed comes. Motherfucker gets Depot. a talking gun. How racist <laughs> are you? I'm, I'm I'm the Mexican at Home Depot now. That's what Jesus. it is. Ah, yeah. Some drunk. kind of weird <laughs> Cocky man, dab is cocky. Is that are you guys smoking cock or something? Some fucking adhesive that you can actually smoke. It's like when they tricked you into thinking bath salts were bath salts and not meth or whatever. No dab, dab is like little wax crystals. I know what you're talking about. I'm telling, I'm explaining it for the for the for our conservative (laughs) friend. Um, it's basically THC crystals, like pure inside of a wax thing. Oh no, when you do it. You got to strap on, man, because it's gonna, you're going for a ride. It's a lot of like whenever you, because they usually burn it in a pipe almost, or they, they torch it and then you hit it because it, you just hit the resin that comes from it. And well, you just sniff it in, like inhale it. Yeah, or? you just smoke. It's still like inhale, but it's an intense amount of smoke. Like, oh my God, I remember. Oh, yeah, it's very intense. It's, it yeah. will, you will, you will find out who you are after that like you get high as balls dude so yeah yeah dab is out there dab's definitely out there so yeah yeah i definitely i i, I like that so i think like, i guess if you had to make a comparison hash isn't as intense as that you know it's it's yeah. a slow burn it's a it's a slow high so that's why it's more i think i think just regular weed is more popular but i think it, it's it's, it's enjoyable it was good i liked it yeah and, it, you, and you gotta and where you score it where you score it is a lot different than where you're just gonna oh, score that's hippie uh, that's all so check here's can i tell a quick little story so this is what's funny about the hash story is like the the time and it was only one time i i went hash every other time it was just the old the old mj but we went uh so where we picked this up from was this dude like it was in the hood, but it wasn't, you know what I mean? It wasn't like the, the, the homies, like we normally would buy weed 
type of situation. This was like some dude who's a white guy, but he's like the eccentric white guy that lives in the hood type of scenario. Oh, and yeah. he's got it's like a party, of course. Yeah. Like you never show up, and it's like a couple like him. He was having a party, and it was all just fucking weird people all over the place. And uh, he had on the the thing that like stuck out of my mind to this day. His house was trashed. Like there was shit fucking everywhere. This guy was straight what? out of a movie. Was he was he a hoarder? Uh, no, just, no, he was no, just no. like a fucking he was just fucking Man. fucked up all day long right. selling was like, he making hoarder? his living selling. I mean, to a degree, uh, but hoarders weren't going to come in there. He wasn't carving tunnels underneath <laughs> with magazines from 19 you know what I mean, 73. Our rat feces uh, everywhere. It, it, no, it was just general sloppiness is what it was. You know, just <laughs> yeah. the evidence of somebody who wakes up at noon every single day because nice. they don't have anywhere to be. That's that's, that's awesome. the kind of I'm not talking about a horror. I'm not talking about somebody who's like mentally insane <laughs> and their shit. I'm just talking about somebody who's like a little lazy, dude. Like he's he's living it. He's partying every night with, you know, semi hot chicks. It wasn't you know, he wasn't doing bad for himself. But um, but yeah, this movie like there was this random like weird seventies French like heroin movie playing on the and like he had his uh, this was before <laughs> this was the weirdest shit. It wasn't like a flat screen where he had it mounted to the wall. This was like fucking like hospital bed tube tv like oh damn the like, like, like the arms sticking like up the wall and then, yeah. yeah brother like in a hospital <laughs> oh my god That's and like there was some vhs playing this fucking uh yeah this like weird fucking french heroin movie and i i was so fixated on that because i was like the fuck is this like i've never this is a whole nother genre of possibilities i've never even thought about in my whole head but anyway that's where we got that i mean, uh, guess ever so seen yeah, um, fantastic planet no, it's like little blue men. It's like little blue aliens, and they have like humans as pets. Fantastic planet! Whoa, that yeah. sounds amazing. It sounds the I best see thing it. ever. What is it on? <laughs> I want to see it's, it. What is uh, this it's on? on YouTube. Just, just I think you can YouTube it. Really? I think it's yeah, oh. some old vintage seventies animation, and it was like I'm not some blue aliens. Tonight. Love that shit. <laughs> Fantastic planet! It's like little. It's it's these aliens who hold humans as pets, but the humans are so primitive. Um. And it's it's really interesting. If you watch it while you're high, it's even better. But if you just watch well, it, it's, whole, it's a really good story. It's everything when you watch is high is better. Hey, check this out too. You watch let Martha me, Stewart me... and get lost in her bro. stirring. It happens. It bro, fucking drop... happens, bro. When she stirs and you're blasted, game over. You're you're oh, you're gonna try to cook that shit all night. I would watch. I would get so like in, in my twenties. I would get so fucking roasted that I will, I would watch. Yeah, dude, I'd watch like um, Dateline and I would be sitting there like feeling the emotions of the people. Like, uh, I, you know what I mean? Or Chris Hansen? <laughs> no, that, he, he jumped by the chair. No, I, I, I was, I was here. I was here just was, to say hi. Delivering I pizzas. Just, I just going to say <laughs> hi to the little kid. I was just, yeah, I was just uh, like, well, here's Man's the text. fucking we, uh, sweating. He's all sweating <laughs> on his couch. We were so fucked, dude. We boiled like crawfish just on the stove. Nice. You know what I mean? Oh. Just in the in a oh, pot. It's got to smell like like shit in the in the in, <laughs> in the apartment, dude. Oh, oh dude, that's no. why you don't why do, you do, do that? that. That's why you do it 
outside because if you I didn't give inside, a shit. I didn't give a shit. Like, and we, like, shit. dude, this apartment was paper thin walls. I think we paid like four hundred bucks a month. It was. You wait, remember wait. that apartment, B? Yeah, this yeah. This is the uh, one where, like, yeah, it, it looked yeah, like yeah, a Ewok yeah. village kind of weird scenario where the bro. sun. There was supposed to be this little garden, but the way that the 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 setup was built, sun couldn't get in there, so it was just this like dead fucking death dirty it was death it was weird shit and it wasn't even like rough it wasn't rough it was like it was just it was in between rough and we like so there's a genre of was it depressing i guess yeah no big big time oh yeah Yeah, okay yeah you can definitely tell a bunch of dudes just got out of the clank and they were trying to like it 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 wasn't like the exciting it's not the exciting gangster place it was more like the like like the guys who are trying to get their life straight yeah. Like it, it was like recently divorced kind of thing. Yeah. Like, oh, bro. That's Lost like everything. a place I like kind of a place I would have moved in after my, my divorce. It was just like a sad place. You're just like, oh, yeah, it was. Well, and then there was two. There was this um, uh, like one of my neighbors was like this single African guy and he had a friend like he was really super religious and he was doing bro this is fucked up like he would leave his door open and he'd be doing all these fucking prayers where he's hitting himself with like a um he's like motham you know what i mean like trying to punish himself like he was getting crucified or whatever self-flagellation yeah like with a self it was fucked up and then like i came home dude i came home one night when i was still in a band i came home from practice and i parked (laughs) and these two dudes him and his his homie we're standing by his car, like chanting and shit. And I was, I was fucking high, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like I was walking, I had to like, t- like what run back to I my seeing? apartment. Yeah, <laughs> it, fucked me, it fucked me up so bad. Uh, oh shit, there, man, there was something I was gonna tell though. Oh yeah, so like during that time in that very apartment, dude, I would get so fucking, <laughs> fucking roasted. I at one point, <laughs> I was composing. I'm not bullshitting, dude. This I can't. I've never even told anybody this out loud. So skip the noise, listeners. Feel yourself privileged. I was literally writing a hip hop opera based on, dude, based on a Italian horror film directed by Dario. Oh, Argento. dude, you told me about this. Do you remember that shit? Oh, you so told I told me tell about somebody. this. No, dude, I was I was present for half the writing because I was there, <laughs> getting baked with you while we watched it. You're just like, yes. I have this great. No, I was there for the inception of this idea. <laughs> right. oh my so yeah, God. You, I guess I, you, I was sitting. You're we in the brainstorm session. Room. Remember, yeah. we're sitting in your living room. You're like, dude, you, this is when you went to that hardcore VHS phase where you're just flipping like a bunch of old movies. Yeah, I was watching just a weird bunch shit, of shit, and you're like, dude, you gotta check this movie out. I am so baked that I it this shit was so wild and out there. I was explaining to him like yeah. the camera angles and shit the whole like time. look how oh, he framed yeah that was fucked up like I'm like bro I just want to be high and it's like oh look at this angle you see this I'm just like Fuck, yeah dude it was weird dude, and i was like the colors awesome. look at the fucking like the color combinations yeah. on this fucking shot bro dude, and I, then remember, I, wrote... I can't believe i can't believe i remember that i don't remember shit i can't believe i remember that i remember we were both sitting on your couch and you like had the music up a little bit but it couldn't be too loud because you know like you didn't want to wake up um you know who the whole neighborhood yeah because yeah. <laughs> yeah. the so walls are so yeah. thin <laughs> like, okay bro oh yeah bro check this out here what a, a rap opera you watch so much just crazy shit like i was just like fuck because remember for a while and this is just to kind of hint us further into our sick deludedness in high school 
we in high school and I guess early college too, we would find B-rated movies and that's what we do. We'd get baked and watch like Nail Gun Massacre. Oh, Nail like, Gun Massacre. That was yeah, yeah remember was... in part two. Well, the and the three. idea was was Swamp to find two or three. <laughs> the idea was wow. to try to find the shittiest yes, um, remember? piece of shit we could possibly find <laughs> and just marvel in the fact that it even got made. Like dude. that was what would always trip me out, was just like fuck dude like a film crew like there was a guy who invested money in this bullshit but yet here it is dude we got for for some reason that's what was very fascinating to me all the time was watching yeah nailgun massacre was probably i want to say that might have been that was like the pinnacle of like how fucked up he was chasing people like it was supposed to be at night but it was clearly daytime but they tried to like (laughs) shitty filter and it was like what was that other horrible one oh and they they had a low speed chase because that was like well they (laughs) what was that (laughs) horrible one with the chick in the house because they probably couldn't afford to like speed remember that if they would have got a ticket That horrible one with the girl. Uh, I don't know, man. And, and at the end, it, during the like at the end, she's like saying like, "Oh, it's okay, you can come out," because like the murderer was like her boyfriend the whole time. The theater but, of possibilities. I'm the. Uh, I'm the I'm alphabet the backwards. <laughs> the alphabet backwards. <laughs> I'm the. Uh, no, apparently, according to a coworker, I'm the straw that stirs the drink around here. That's what he said. He introduced me to somebody. Dude, I think he wants. To, I think he wants to fuck you. That. Thank you for saying that because I was yeah. like, is this some low key yeah, kind of weird shit? It, yeah, dude. He wants. To, he wants to to give you the high hard one, bro. Because well, the, the stir okay. that stirs. Uh, you just mix. Stir, you, right. you mix it all up, man. Oh, and I I had to ask <laughs> a couple of different people for validation. I was like, is it just me or is that a real fucking weird thing to say? Yeah, so, bro. Anyway. And then he could have just said, hey, hey, you're kind of a firecracker. Says so like you stir it. Oh, up. he could have said. Did he, he wait? Did he look it, in uh, your eyes when he said it? Did he look like? Nah, deep, not really. Deep in your not eyes, really. But, his lips. But either way, there was many choices. Uh, he yeah. could have made besides yeah. that one. And Honestly, he, he could have said you were a firework and started singing the Katy Perry song. Oh, and I, I that's that, and that would be less suspect than him saying you. You're the Benji. The, you're a firework. You're the roar. You can hear me roar. That dude, that's less suspect. That's less <laughs> suspect than him telling you you stir it up. You're the straw that stirs it. <laughs> yeah, in. That's, that was a little, that? a little suspicious. <laughs> what is that? No, it took me like a half of my work day to like sort that out in my head. I had to confer with like three or you four may need to people. go to HR for that one, bro. I mean, that's almost that's borderline. <laughs> like, I think you just got propositioned, bro. Yeah, oh, I know. I think so awesome. too. Awesome. Also, oh, so as we speak about this copious amounts of drug usage and all these horrible things that we allegedly did. Oh, that's right. We actually did have a point to the go ahead. Sorry. To all this and. I just want to leave this out there for all of our listeners. Um, we're, we're, we're about to re-enter into the stage of politics where you'll see a lot of bills coming up for Congress, statewide and federal. And seeing that every other state has basically is on the way or has just legalized because Cal- uh, New York is now. Um, you know, I think more than half the states are, I think we're getting about half, half the states in the United States are now legalized. Even Oklahoma right. has legalization. What do we need to do to get this 
to the finish line, guys. So all of our Skip the Noise podcast people, we can all agree that putting people in jail for a plant is just stupid. Whether you smoke yeah. marijuana or not, like uh-huh. you don't have to smoke marijuana. And that's great. You know what? Being sober, even if you don't do anything, that's good. But what is the purpose of ruining people's lives over something that grows wildly? Like you can find it in the wild and it doesn't have to be like cultivated. It's, it's literally a, yeah, a it's, weed. It's literally the same thing as saying it'd be illegal to pick apples off of a tree and eat them. Yep. Yep. And there's people it's almost, going to it's jail. almost that same thing. Yep. Life sentences, guys, we're talking about people doing 10 years for this shit. And, and, and what's the effect on the kids? What's the social, yes. you know what I mean? The societal effects on that, the social. And, and we know people are going to argue and say, hey, oh, you know, I don't want little kids to do marijuana or, you know, and everything. And we're not, I'm not advocating for that. I don't think any of us are advocating for that. I think the big thing is um, we need to be, you know, forthcoming. We need to be, we need to be very honest with our legislatures and let them know that we can't, we can't, we don't want this to happen. So if you're a skip the noise podcast person, find out who your local congressman is. Initiate, tell them how you feel or look for legalization efforts in your area. That's what I was about to say is look for, yeah, look for who's doing it locally, wherever you're at, what organizations you can get involved with. Um, yeah, sorry. sorry I, so I, I hijacked I that. Think but yeah, we are, sure. I, I think we're uh, pushing a little too far here. How about we we try to get Texas to get us to sell alcohol before 12 on Sundays? We'll start no, there. No, no. You know what? Yeah. Fuck alcohol. Compared to marijuana, alcohol is a million times worse. Oh, we're so far away from that being approved, man. We can't even get alcohol on a fucking Sunday. Come no, on. No, we're not. No, we're not. But you know why? Oklahoma has marijuana legalization now. Yeah. Oklahoma does. That place is a million times more conservative than here. The oh, problem I know. Is, I don't think Texas is going to go there, man. I think it will if we could just grow up. And so that's why I'm just saying, find out who your legalization efforts are. At this point in time, we need to really push this through. As the generations, and the, the Texas is actually a younger state. There's a lot of young people in Texas. This needs to be something that needs to happen. You So Dallas, I know, has now made it, is making it to where they're not going to prosecute if you have less than two ounces. And it's not even a crime at all, basically. I think you can get a ticket maybe, but we shouldn't have to worry about this. This should be something that we should have our choice to do. So we, something needs to happen. We need, we need to tell our legislators. We need to tell our governor that, that interesting young old whatever he is man these things need to be these things need to happen so just remember 90 percent, and i'm going to say this 90 percent of the people listening to us right now has smoked marijuana <laughs> maybe 90 percent <laughs> has allegedly just, but just think about this 90 percent of y'all did it you didn't go to jail more than likely but there's people that did for doing the same thing that you did daily, maybe several times a day. Maybe you wait, you waked and baked for years <laughs> at a time, allegedly. 
But people went to, are going to jail for the same thing you did every day because they got caught. This is yeah. madness. We're living in a time now where, you know, society will look at what we've done. And so just really, 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 really push for it. I know there's a couple of bills in the legislature. I know that, you know, um, you know, weekend at Bernie's at the White House. He hasn't even mentioned it. No. But he hasn't mentioned a lot of which, things. Which is very well, he doesn't yes, he doesn't he doesn't remember where he is. But the reality is that, but if we put pressure, if we make it a populist thing right now, we can get these things to happen. So just you know, FYI, you know, it's the time is now to really start pushing for these things because you know, we can, we can least, you know, if there's one way to make America great again, that's the fucking way to do it, dude. So, you know, just, uh, keep, keep, 45. Keep... <laughs> hey, you know what, man? I'll be honest with you. Had that moron did what he said he was going to do. Cause he did. Yeah. He said he was going to, he said he didn't have a problem with it being, uh, legalized. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling everyone right now, if that moron would have just decriminalized federally, he would have won the election. There was, um, I think, uh, I want to say two years ago, there was a move by the F- by the DEA to uh, prevent the, the declassification of yes. marijuana. Yeah, because they want to keep their, yeah, they the want D- to keep their money. They want to keep their I jobs. I know, isn't that bullshit though? But once again, that's what's a bread happening? And butter, man. What's happening? People are not caring about individuals' well-being. They just want to keep their money. Like the DEA, like all these other stupid groups. Oh, we need the money. No, you don't. Because people deserve to be free. That's worth more than money. And marijuana doesn't do shit. Except for like make you hungry and sleepy. <laughs> That's about it. So And a better and, person. And a better person. Yeah. There's a lot of people <laughs> out there that are high every day and they're wonderful individuals. And and, and if you know they, if you know um if you do have someone, maybe you're involved with an organization in your local area that you want to shout out, hit me up uh, yeah. and I'll, I'll talk about them on the show. So people in your specific region can maybe get involved in that. So anyway, and we'll pump them up it, too. We'll pump them up. We'll throw them on Instagram. We'll throw them on everything. We'll follow them. We'll whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it takes. <laughs> I think we're at this point. Of throw them a bone. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jeez, that's, that's all day or day every day <laughs> well with that right, gentlemen guys. i think i think we've we've wrapped up the the high times talk um good show guys good show good show i think i think we're, yeah we're all i'm glad i got that good. thing off my chest man it was really you know thank you for the, for the platform yeah, 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 yeah you're ready Oh my goodness! This Instagram, yeah, that, it's just really pissed me off. Man. I'm sorry, man. I see this girl, and uh, you know she she defriended me and all that shit. I don't know, oh, well, whatever. You know, <laughs> that's that, what that, it that, is. That might be at the end of the day. He's just a little bitter. <laughs> he's Let's a little bitter because now he can't see her newest picture of her like half naked. That's, that's right. You know I mean, what? But yeah. he, but he's got a he's got a right to say it. He took the initiative. Uh, yeah. He's been 40 episodes in a row strong he has the right to fucking say that shit if he plus, wants if he wants to bitch about instagram chicks blocking him then he's he's earned that right and plus he's the, the brown, brown, the brown python, python really she's missing out she's That's missing out on this she doesn't the know brown, man she doesn't uh, know she doesn't know what she ladies, can do she ladies doesn't watch your know. Necks. oh watch your next back <laughs> the, the brown wrist. python's coming i mean 
I last time I heard, you know, that chick who threw her back out. I mean, you, you, you really women, you're going to have to wear like one of those back braces. If, if you, if you test the Brown Python, <laughs> like, you know, the kind of, like the lifting braces, I mean, you know, it, it's a, it's a, it's a two or three person job. So right. just, and if you work at Amazon, they might be able to give you uh, an extra one if the unions get their vote across. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, there's, there's rumors. There's rumors Bro, of that's, the power of this thing. It can shift collective the earth. bargaining. Collective bargaining. We get you extra back brace. I know, dude. Double, double back brace. Oh wait, if they know that you got if you got if, if you got brick duty. It's a double back brace. But yeah, I mean, there's 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 rumors. I heard one time the only thing that successfully got to the bottom of the Marina Trench was the brown python. Just you know, <laughs> boring. But, yeah, I came back up. Exactly. He just he just dropped it. No, he just dropped it down there and just said, eh. It wasn't that deep, you know. Nah. I mean, <laughs> there's legends deep, out man. there, guys. There's legends, and 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 that's what we are here to do, to spread the legend of the brown python and to get everyone to legalize weed. Anything else? Anything else? We're trying to no, get around it. here, and and we're trying man. to get back Rick, refriend Rick, whoever this Instagrammer is. Refriend, you know what? I think we yeah, should can't be that bad. You're missing out. You're missing no, out. Cammy, one, two, three, four, five, whoever it is. Hey, you know what? I was trying Just to bring remember. some realism to her page, and she didn't want it, man. She wants everything to be fake. I'm like, all right, whatever. I think girl. you let her. I think you need to let her know what your what your name is. I think I think that I think once you let her, you yeah. let her know what you you know what your path. Hey Rick. Hey Rick. Yeah. Give her some time. Give her some time. Oh, give true. her a little space. <sighs> a little all space. right. You know what? I want to give her some time. All right. That's cool. Three, you know, from three amigos. You know. He was talking about the girl. The El Wapo was talking about the woman that uh, he was trying to be. Carmen. With. Carmen. Yeah. Carmen. He's like, <laughs> Carmen is like a desert flower. You know, something when you give it some water, the flower will open up to you. You just got to give it time. And that's what you need to do, bro. You need yeah. to give her, give her some, some time. The, the desert flower. She's your Carmen, right? He's just gotta let <laughs> <laughs> Carmen. You just gotta let you just yeah. gotta let go, man. That, that made the story. Rapper. The fact that I came up with the name on the what? spot like that. It did nail that, dude. Three, oh, and anyone out there, three amigos. A gem. Yeah. <laughs> a fucking gem. Yeah. If you have not seen it, stop everything you're doing and just go watch it. Because after you watch it, you're gonna be a better person. And don't tell me the scene with the fucking invisible horseman didn't make you shit yourself that's one of the funniest things i've ever seen <laughs> yeah and, and just an update a quick update too um well update to a previous story you know i never did finish uh composing that hip-hop opera based on dario argento's profondo rosso i never did never finished it so well, so the world we'll be looking forward <laughs> looking forward no, to the hip-hop no, opera yes we will no we won't episode 45 ben will be bringing to you live from his home hey but you know what that, that, that mother <laughs> that motherfucker wrote hamilton and now he's like fucking a millionaire a fucking you know what i'm saying like maybe hamilton? i was way before that shit. oh my god <laughs> it's, stu- it's want, stupid i'm not gonna do it the dude's I'm rich gonna, oh i fucking hate hamilton what if i would have beat him so to the punch yeah. but i was have. too stoked you should have you know why? Because it would have been bad. I would have beat him to that. Hey, also, <laughs> well, sorry. You should one I just last, fucking finish it? One last, no. One last, you should. Because one last fucking thing. I have Bro, to say. skip the noise listeners if you want me to fucking finish that bullshit. Finish that fucking thing. 
finish it, you motherfucker. If you you want didn't me finish, to finish it. That, yeah, that was stupid really interesting. shit. Episode I will. 45 <laughs> Hip Hop Opera in French. It's gonna be a pop up in French. Italian, bro. It's Italian. Let's, let's Italian and show. French. Whatever's fucking. Name I know is. they're close. That's the proximity that is there. Well, one but one more it's thing. A different culture. One more thing. Fuck Hamilton. That is the dumbest. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. That's dude. the dumbest thing. Yeah. If you it's pay twelve hundred dollars to see that, is that how much it costs? No, dude. People are paying that. Just, just oh, know that you're part you. of what's wrong with this country. Yes, I'll call you out like that. You're part of the problem. You're part of the reason why we're, as a country, we're falling apart. Because you pay $1,200. We don't have any. What, shitty rap. Shitty rap. You could have just, you know what you could have done? You could have looked up rappers on YouTube and watched an hour and a half of that and gotten higher quality shit than you did from that. Yeah. Fucking dog shit. My name is Hamilton. I mean, it was dog shit. You know what you need to listen to? Hey, and I might do this every show now. I might just give one recommendation based on like what I'm oh, feeling man. that day. Yeah. Yo, man, you need to listen to uh Cuddy Ranks, the stopper. I put it nice. up on the Instagram. Stop, 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 Dude, stop. I'm a bang stop Rob Sonic. Up. Rob Sonic brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah Rob Sonic stop, Can't fuck with that. Badass dude. Yeah, but, but I think I think, yeah, we've done enough damage for one evening. Uh <laughs> I know we have to we have operas to write. We have objects to write, man. It's, we should act I'm it out. Serious. We if should act it out. You should make a right. You should make one for me. And oh, Rick. We should make our Jesus. roles, and that will be one of our yeah. episodes. Is your hit? Yeah, it'd be awesome, dude. You know, I think the world is so lucky that I'm willing to to share my low points and my stupidity. Dude, you're so. Screwed. This is a gem. I cannot no, wait to rehearse. We should have rehearsals, and it should be amazing. We should do it. Oh, bro, I'm I'm hiring live. a whole fucking. Yeah, I, dude, I'm not performing this shit. I'm the no, composer. No, no, no. I, I call are. the shots. No, we're performing it. That's one of our episodes. No, a fucking the, performance. The yep. Houston fucking symphony no, is performing. No. Rick, Rick's already. Okay, no, no, no. What, dude, okay. what, what do you need the Houston committed, symphony? You, you guys, have the brown you guys, python. Okay. Have the we all can be on it. stage. No. Okay. Come y'all on. can be. You have yeah. the dragon choker right below you. Why else would you need something better? That's pretty true. That's true. See? But either way, um, the Marina Trench you know stuffer is right there. <laughs> we're we're signing off. This is, this is this is the Benjamin James, aka the backwards alphabet, recited on a dark and stormy night where things may have not gone quite your way. That's how I want you to think of it. <laughs> oh man! Oh, boy. I can't wait! I can't wait I for this shit. To, oh, wait. also, two uh, props to. Uh, West Virginia Uncommonplace. I think last time we recorded, I was not, uh, I don't think the episode had fully come out. So go back if you haven't heard it yet. I did a little interview, got a chance to talk about the Skip the Noise podcast in great detail. That was, it went very well. JR is an upstanding citizen of the podcast community. I like him very much. It was a great interview. It was fun, entertaining listen. So please go check that out and subscribe. Yeah, 100%. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's good. Follow my Instagram too. Puts out a lot of good content. But yeah. either way, I think we're done for the evening and yeah. the week, right? So mad love, everybody. We'll miss you. Keep it real. Represent. And uh, yeah, stay safe and get ready for the hip hop opera. That's right. It's coming your way. Coming right at you. <laughs> 2021 will be big.